This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page, check out past shows, subscribe to our program, various podcasts like Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Amazon now has yep. one. So it's all over the place. So whatever your favorite place to listen to a podcast, you can get to it. You can also find it. The recorders are out on YouTube now too. So you're finally retired. No more commutes, no more late nights at the office, and no more 2 a.m. emails demanding an immediate response. The world <laughs> is your oyster and you're in control of your schedule. And you've got a healthy amount of income coming in each month thanks to years of careful planning and financial discipline. Doesn't get much better than that, does it? So but let's say on some random Tuesday afternoon, a day in time, many years you would have been at work, you head to the mailbox and find a letter from the IRS informing you of a tax issue with one of your retirement accounts. So today's episode is going to talk about that. We're going to look close at how many different types of retirement income are taxed so you can feel more confident about your tax strategy and so that that strategy is buttoned up, ready to go. But before we dive into the always exciting world of taxes, <laughs> let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore, who's always much more welcome than that surprise letter from the IRS. Well, that's a low bar. Uh, you're saying I'm... <laughs> So basically, Chris, the intros uh, get worse and worse because now you're saying I'm better. I'm better than a notification from the IRS. That's not necessarily a good thing. Uh, I hope so. At least I'm better than a visit from the IRS or a letter. But what I find the most hilarious point about your introduction, I mean, it's a it's a scary situation. I mean, that's a serious situation. Taxes in retirement. That's one thing people, I think, assume they don't have to worry about much in retirement is our taxes. And it's quite the opposite. But what I caught is where you said, hey, let's say you're retired and you don't have to have any more 2 a.m. emails demanding an immediate response. I think you're speaking from <laughs> I'm guessing that you've had those from Tara herself. <laughs> but you not only are her business partner, you're her life partner. You guys are married and you're a couple. So you may be getting those emails quite frequently for a long time. I don't think retiring is going to keep you from getting those emails and phone messages and texts demanding an immediate response. If you think Tara's ever going to let me go into retirement mode, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken, my friend. <laughs> well, you know, I've talked with I've talked with a lot of financial advisors over the years and gotten to know them. And what I find funny is there's an old saying, and it's too old for probably even you or most of our listeners, but my grandfather used to say, the cobbler's children have no shoes. And a cobbler oh. is a shoemaker, right? I think That's is right. basically the... 
So the shoemaker's kids have no shoes. The retiring advisors I've worked with, the financial advisors who talk about how to retire early, I've talked with them and they're 74 (laughs) and they're working 60 hours a week Uh and they're helping people retire early. And I I, I look at them and I go, hmm. And it actually is funny for our listeners who may not realize this in the independent financial services industry, Mm -hmm. succession planning for retired people who do what Tara and Chris do is a big deal because a lot of times all their lives are spent every day they retire. You and I, our listeners, you're only going to retire once. I'm only going to retire once. You and Tara are helping people. You go through it every day, every week, every month, every year, helping people retire and going through that process. But where they lack is their own retirement. But you're right. You and Tara, (laughs) I don't picture Tara ever slowing down. It's it's uh, it would boggle my mind to even imagine that. Uh, So, yes, you are. You are a lifer, my friend. And as long as my voice holds out, I've told Tara this, we're doing this show as long as my voice holds out. We're going to. We have so much fun doing this show because it's getting to, we get to talk about things we like to talk about. Sure. Those are the things we like to do. We like to meet with clients and talk about retirement strategies and the best way to stay away from the IRS's bad side. And uh, just that's what we like to talk about because education is the key part of our business and getting people to understand the best ways to do that is is kind of what we do. And that's why we try to stay current by reading current articles. The article we're going to talk about today comes from Kiplinger. It's on how 13 types of retirement income get taxed. Okay. So we probably won't hit on all 13 types today, but we'll try to get through them. Sounds good. So obviously taxes in retirement can sneak up on people and there are things people need to know. So, I mean, spending time thinking about your tax strategy for retirement, that sounds like about as much fun as a four hour <laughs> wait in the security line at the airport, right? I mean, it, it is it is not. Yeah. It's the, the bad part about some of our meetings is they do get, <laughs> I would say that everybody's happy at the end. Sure. <laughs> so what's the first uh, what's the first thing you want to talk about? So the first big nugget focuses on traditional 401ks and RAs. So on the front end, these are tax deferred accounts. You don't have to pay taxes on that earned income. So you can reduce your taxable income, thus saving you money in that current tax year, which is great. Problem is when you go to spend it, now you have to pay the taxes. Right. So don't lose sight of that fact. Don't be afraid to to pay those taxes. We owe those taxes. It's okay. So we'll, we'll just pay the taxes. It's okay. Right. Yeah. We just make a plan for it. Yep. There you go. Well, and it can be easy to lose sight of the fact that, you know, that we you're doing that, that you'll have to pay taxes on that money. So you need to keep that in mind. And that's one thing you and Tara help people do. And as we've discussed previously, you can't put off taking that money back out forever, right? You have to take it out and pay taxes on it at some point. Yeah, that goes to another part of the article where it talks about the required minimum distributions. So the IRS requires you, currently the age is age 72. Uh, For those with traditional 401ks and IRAs, you must start taking a required amount out. There's a table. uh, We show people the table, show them how to compute that and what that's going to look like. Sure. Um, And so we help help them do that. Now, you can't take any money out before age 59 and a half. So remember, if you retire early, uh, you've got to make sure that you have money that's not going to get that 10% penalty on yes. top of your regular taxes. Okay. This is a penalty on top of the regular tax fee if you take it out before 59 and a half. 
Yeah, I mean, a 10% penalty on top of the taxes is enough of a reason to avoid going that route. And and all we're talking about all types of retirement accounts have that rule, the 59 and a half rule, we call it. That money is for retirement. That's why that rule is in place. And there are exceptions, though, right? If you there's an emergency, I think there are some exceptions where you can avoid the 10% rule, but you're still yes. going to have to pay taxes. Right. And then now you've got to justify to the RRS why you took it out. So you're still letting somebody else make that decision for you. That's true. About that. So yep. you don't know if you're going to be able to get through that waiver nope. or not. Right. Okay. Usually you can, but it's a pain. Okay. Yeah. So the next thing we want to look at is Roth IRAs. So while Roth contributions are not deductible, the withdrawals are tax-free. Oh, so, that's nice. so there's an important thing to, to note here is that you must have your money in a Roth IRA for a minimum of five years before you can start that tax-free withdrawal. Okay. So just just remember that when you get close to retirement, if you're starting a rollover plan, you want a rollover plan so that you you can when you want to start using that money, it's five years down the road. Uh, um that's true. Yeah. So we help our, a lot of our clients do that conversion in a smart way. So they pay the least amount of taxes and they get the most bang for their retirement dollar, having money in a retirement arrangement. The RA is a retirement arrangement is a great place to have money. Sure. Um, the Roth still has the 59 and a half rule. So. Sure. Sure. What's the tax situation when it comes to social security? This is a, a big <laughs> misconception that a lot of people have, right? It, it is. A lot of th- people think uh, the benefits are tax-free. Well, prior to 1983, they were, but when during during the 80s, they changed that. And yep. so now, depending on your personal income, you could pay as much as 85% of your benefits are subject to your ordinary tax. So the provisions, if you're married, if it's 25000 then 50% of it is taxed. If it's for 32000 and above, it's 85%. But if you're below 25000 in your personal income, you can get into tax-free retirement. Oh, wow. And, and we have helped some of our clients do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It depends on what your current tax rate is and what your income yeah. is. And they look at your income. But that's this is another reason why you really need to work with a financial services professional, financial advisors like yourself who are fiduciaries and have your client's best interest uh, in mind, because you're going to look at that and help them figure out, OK, you don't yep. want to have 85 percent of your Social Security income t- taxed under your current tax rate. Right. So That's so right. Uh, you want to be in that zero to 50 range uh, for sure uh, or not have it taxed. And so there's different ways you can look at that to help minimize the tax burden. So tell our listeners, I know you guys work alongside tax professionals to help your clients. How can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation to get a plan in place? Well, if you want that complimentary consultation and to discuss how your Social Security is getting taxed, I think this is a big one for people. You yeah. know, give us a call at 719-210-4242 um, and we can set up that appointment. We can get you in and we can show you exactly how Social Security gets taxed um, and how your retirement arrangements uh, are best managed. Yeah. So and that's seven to, one, yeah. yeah. And that, give that number again. Uh, that, that's 719-210-4242. 
All right. Yeah, I think that's really important that people understand that. And they can also go to nolanfinancialpartners.com, right? And there's a lot of information there on the website. They can also go to the show page and listen to this show again. Go listen to past shows. A lot of great tips there or uh, use the uh, forms there to contact you. That's right. So if you come in in the middle of a show and want to hear the first part, go out to the podcast and check them out. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, let's let's keep it rolling here. During the show today, we've been talking about how different streams of retirement income are taxed and how it can be easy to forget that taxes are going to be part of your life during retirement <laughs> as well, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Right. right. <laughs> uh, and uh, you've talked about Social Security, Roth IRAs, and 401ks. What's the next bit of advice you have for people? So the next bit of bit of advice talks about pensions and how they are taxed. So mm. a fair number of people still get uh, a pension, right? So a lot of the states right. offer pensions, federal pensions, government like workers, that. yeah. <clears throat> so pensions are funded with pre-tax money, which means that full amount of your pension comes through to you as ordinary income. So it's taxed just like your earnings were. Um, now it's doesn't that that money doesn't pay payroll taxes, and it doesn't uh, so it doesn't have the social security tax and those things. But it's when it comes down to filling out your tax form, it's taxed at an ordinary rate. Hmm. Okay, interesting. So uh, that's another big thing. Obviously, uh, pensions a lot of them have gone the way of the buffalo or the bison, but. Um, or as I like to say, actually, they're bringing the bison back. So it's uh, pensions have gone the way of the pension is what I, <laughs> is what I like to say. Uh, but there yeah. are still a lot of people out there, a surprising amount. I mean, we all know yes. people that have pensions. So uh, I think it is important to note that I'm glad you brought that up. Now, what about investments like stocks, bonds, uh, mutual funds? That's a big source of income, obviously, for a huge number of retirees, uh, what's the tax situation with that? Right. So we're talking about stocks, bonds, mutual funds that you hold outside of retirement arrangements. Right. So if you've hold, held them for at least a year, your money is taxed at long-term capital gains rates, which are zero, 15, and 20. Most people falls in 15%. 15% yeah. is a huge category. Yeah. Um, so when you compare those numbers to the top ordinary income rates of 37%, that that's a it's a huge difference. So long-term capital gains is a lot better place to have to pay than right. short-term capital gains. Short-term capital gains is taxed at the ordinary income tax rate, which is thirty-seven so, percent versus the fifteen that most people are at. Right. General, yeah, right. It, it, so it comes through your ordinary income tax, and so it's it's that's can be brutal. Um, so those three percentages, zero, fifteen, and twenty, are. Are, are spread out. And let's see, it's, it's about uh, the zero right goes for head of household filers and uh, $83,350 for joint filers. Wow. So if, you, so if you stay under that, then, then you can get into zero rate. So sure. that's something to look at is, is how maybe I could manage my long-term capital gains so sure. I get into the zero category and you might be able to do that. Sure. And we don't have to go into the details on each of the percentages. I mean, obviously uh, you're going to talk to people if they sit down with you and want to work out 
work with you and uh, Terry, you'll formulate a plan and go over that and look at uh, where they're at as far as their tax rates are concerned. Um, what what about selling at a loss when you have stocks and bonds and mutual funds or uh, you know investments like that and you sell sure. at a loss? Uh, does the article have anything to say about that? It does. It's pretty straightforward. So if you sell at a loss, the amount may offset capital gains for that year. So uh, as much and plus as much as three thousand dollars of your other income. So you can take money off of your income tax if you have a loss. So it's a good way to to lay off some taxes. Is what what uh, the CPAs kind of uh, sure use that yeah. terminology. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's good information. But it also strikes me that uh, taxes on stocks, bonds and mutual funds are probably complex enough that you do still need to work with uh, a tax <laughs> professional and a financial services professional like yourself. Right. Yeah, we, we really encourage uh, professional uh, management, especially when it comes to taxes and to your, your money. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the next thing we want to look at is dividends. So many people retire, they own stock that, that kick out dividends. Those dividends can be, you know, anywhere from two to 5%, kind of depending sure. on the, on those stocks. Um, and as the article talks about for tax purposes, dividends paid by companies to stockholders are tr- treated most often as qualified. So in some cases they are considered non-qualified. So you kind of have to know where they go. Um, sure. Qualified dividends are, are taxed at long-term capital gains rates, um, while non-qualified dividends are taxed at ordinary rates. So, uh, but uh, most are qualified, right? Most are qualified, yeah. but you you want to you want to get into that and and know so you can understand yeah, what your sure. tax hit's going to be. Yeah. Um, so we we like to uh, have uh, things that do qualified dividends. Yeah, there's a oh for sure for for, for money. Right. And uh, on a recent show, it may have been even last week's show, we talked about uh, the topic of annuities came up and some people have annuities, like let's say a fixed index annuity as part of their financial strategy or retirement income strategy. Um, You know, that's what they're for is to help create retirement income in a lot of cases. Uh, How are annuities taxed? So annuities are taxed. um, The principal is tax free. However, the growth is taxable. So mm. if when you start pulling the money out and you're you're and you're pulling withdrawing money that is growth, you will pay uh, your ordinary income rate on those taxes or on the, those funds. Excuse me. Mm. Uh, so you should be aware that the insurance company that sold you annuity is required to inform you on what's taxable. So you'll get a statement. You don't have to figure it out. It's somebody's job um, to help you with that. So, so don't be afraid, afraid of of fixed index annuities that becomes complicated. Sure. Uh, There are things in place to protect you uh, so that you know how it's getting uh, taxed. Yeah. And, and that's important. And uh, you need to you need to be aware of those things, but it's good. The insurance company helps out and you get statements. And if you're working with a financial advisor like yourself, you can just pick up the phone and have them take a look at it and help you figure out that as well. So uh, I'm curious as to how surprised your clients are when you discuss this type of thing about how all these various types of retirement income streams 
are taxed. I mean, a lot of people are probably because people I used to think, oh, yeah, when I retire, because I'm no longer working, I don't need to worry about taxes or I won't. I'll have very little in taxes. Uh, I, I can tell you. So uh, when I get into taxes, I get in, I go to the front of the room and, and use a board to explain it because it's complicated. Sure. And, and I can tell you that the, the jaws start to slacken a little bit. The mouth opens. Yeah. The eyes, yeah. the eyes get wide and dilated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> or when you walk up the board before you've even explained anything, if you walk up to the board and you've got the dry erase uh, marker in your hand and you say, I'm going to explain taxes and retirement, their eyes roll back in their head and they, they yeah. might. Yeah. That happened. That happens too. But what <laughs> I tell you hear snoring. <laughs> what I tell everybody is that I've, I've got to go through this. I'm a fiduciary. <laughs> I, I, it's re, I, you I have, have to know. I it's important to though to things. understand this. I mean, people That's don't right. want to. This is why people put off financial planning, but they shouldn't because once you understand it and know you've got somebody looking out for you, you're like, oh, okay, that's how it works, and you're going to work that into my plan. It's like yep. a burden lifted. You feel so much better. Because you know it's dealt with. That's that's the key right here. That that's how you get monkeys off your back. You look at them. Yeah, <laughs> you deal with them, right? You don't you try to ignore them. them. Yeah, yep. yeah. So that's that's true. Well, uh, let's keep it rolling. I mean, you've given okay. us a lot of valuable information. I'm glad we don't have to pay taxes on this information you've given us. That's what <laughs> one plus. Uh, right. What do you have for us next? Uh, so the next thing that the article talked about was municipal bonds. Oh. So, so I do have some clients that uh, have municipal bonds and these are exempt from federal taxes. Wow. And if you buy them uh, from municipalities in the, your home state, they are often exempt from state taxes. So municipal bonds can be a, a special place that you can stay away from uh, federal taxes. Um, you have to so look that at that could be another form of tax free that would go into the tax free bucket as far as That's your right. retirement income money. That's right. Now you have to look at those municipal bonds about how well they're going to perform and what they're right. going to do. Yeah. Who cares if you're paying taxes, not having to great. You're not having to pay taxes, but you know, what am I really getting out of it? Yes. So, so make, make sure that you get, are you making anything? Are you losing <laughs> right. anything? These are the questions, right? Right, right. And don't don't buy a municipal bond from Bug Tussle, Oklahoma, or any outliers. <laughs> Bug Tussle, Oklahoma. Is that even a real place? It, it's like? a real place. Uh, the Speaker of the House from the uh, 70s and 80s was Carl Albert, and he was from Bug Tussle, Oklahoma. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma, so I, I, I knew where it was only Bug because tussle. of Carl Albert, right? <laughs> that is hilarious. You got to be kidding me. That's that's crazy. And then municipal bonds could be a valuable addition uh, to a financial strategy. But again, you have to look at it and talk to a financial services professional. So what's next? Yeah, yeah. the municipals have to be a value add. So the next um, thing we want to talk about is savings bonds. So sure. savings bonds... Um, uh, might be of interest to you because when it comes to federal taxes like series EE and series I, which people are really buying right now because inflation um, are typically taxed at ordinary income rates mm. in the year they mature or when they're dream, whichever is earlier. So sure. 
So your, your growth is going to do that. Uh, now there's some HH bonds. Mm. Um, now they pay the taxes. They pay tax on interest annually as they receive payments. So it's a different kind of bond. According sure. to the article, interest on U.S. savings bond is exempt from state and local income taxes. Mm. So sure. that's that's kind of a good thing there. Uh, but sure. uh, I, I have a lot of clients that have shown interest in the I-bonds because it's tied to the uh, inflation rate. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I bonds are popular right now. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is once inflation goes low, then that's going to come down and it changes quarterly. So and, it's like and, you're almost, you've locked in a lower rate at that point. Yeah. Right. And you may be, and you may uh, usually you're locked in for a period with those bonds. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you, so you're not there's there's pluses and minuses with every investment and you have to look at what the sacrifice is versus the benefit and what you need for your situation life insurance contracts are contracts there's all different ways that they can pay out and and so you can spread money out um over a period so uh we've got uh one client and they chose to spread it out so because of the way it was coming to them was going to hurt hurt them and so they they spread things out they wanted sure. that spread okay yeah um so are federal income taxes withheld from policy proceeds no yeah they're not they're not that's good. So, uh, that's good. And that's good to know. Well, hey, guess what? We're out of time. We, wow. we hit the wall already. That was fast. Uh, give that phone number and web address one more time. So our listeners can call 719-210-4242. Call this weekend and we'll set up a complimentary consultation for you. Uh, our website is nolanfinancialpartners.com. You can go there, check out a lot of great information. It's a really pretty website. We spent some time on it. And then we have a place where you can go and listen to all these podcasts. Uh, so, So go ahead and check out our website. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Join us again soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.